more and more data that uh, consumers can become aware of and therefore close a feedback loop, raise awareness and change behavior, you're never going to see the reduction that you really would expect. Welcome to Fnet Silica's We Talk IoT. We'll chat with innovators, experts and business owners to learn how they are implementing IoT and using data to create new business opportunities. I am your host, Stephanie Ruth Haydock. Can you imagine cities like Shanghai or Melbourne running out of water within the next 20 years? Run out, as in you turn on the tap and not a drop. Today, an average household consumes almost 130 liters of water per person, and we will need to cut our usage by half to keep the water flowing for everybody. In this episode, Steve McCory, CTO of Creative EC, shares his insights into how to make water metering smarter with data and AI. Consumption data alone will not help save water. It gets interesting once you can analyze water events. Combining this data with machine learning techniques will help predict and prevent leaks and broken pipes, and even warn when the water quality becomes harmful. So today I'm happy to welcome Steve McCory, CTO of Creative EC, to the show. Welcome, Steve. Hi, nice to meet you. How are you today? Very well, thank you. Before I let you introduce yourself, would you explain to our listeners how you managed to ruin beer for me? Yeah, I can certainly explain that, Ruth. Um, so uh, we had a conversation in preparation uh, for today, and I asked Ruth, how many liters of water do you think it makes to, takes to make a liter of beer? And uh, we thought a little while about that. And I think uh, the folks on the call came up with maybe five liters, 10 liters. Uh, audience, you can look it up yourself. It's over 80 liters to make one liter of beer. So every time you drink a liter of beer, you're actually costing the planet 80 liters. That is really awful. And uh, yeah, thank you. That made me think quite a lot and uh, did not enjoy my evening beer this day. Um, Sorry about that. Anyway, so... <laughs> Had to have another one. <laughs> for listeners who might not know Creative EC, can you explain what you guys do? Sure. So Creative EC is, think of it as a startup in a slightly bigger company. So the uh, bigger company's been around a few years, focused on mainstream IT and cloud hosting. And a few years ago, they decided uh, to start up a company focused on Internet of Things and specifically um, to do something different uh, for the water utility sector. So we started a project, got lots of feedback uh, from all sorts of different water companies and created a product from scratch. And the, the, you can think of it like a system, there's some hardware involved, a big cloud infrastructure, um, mobile application, web dashboards, all focused on helping people save water. So if you can think about it, you probably know what a smart meter is. You can think of this as almost like the Tesla of smart meters. That sounds super interesting and important, especially during times like these. Um, why is it so important for companies to pay attention to their water metering and their water usage? Sure. So uh, what's happening um, around the world? We'll, we'll start with the question. So What do the following cities all have in common? There's a good question for you. So places like Bangalore, Chennai, Istanbul, Mexico City, uh, Jakarta, Cairo, Sao Paulo, Melbourne, Cape Town, London. 
What do all those cities have in common? I suppose it's the shortage of water. I just yes. know because Cape Town yeah. had a huge problem, I think, last year where they actually really um, were asked not to flush toilets anymore. Absolutely. So they're all predicted to either having a shortage of water now or they're predicted in the next 20 to 25 years um, to run out of water. So you've got this global topic of we've got a finite resource. Everybody needs water. Everybody takes it for granted. It's just there when you turn on a tap. Um, but if we're not too careful, we're going to run out. and It's going to be fairly dramatic. Um, so if you look at a lot of uh, water utility companies and the governments that regulate uh, water supply, uh, the kind of common requirement over the next 10, 20 years is to help people, consumers, reduce their use of water in a fairly dramatic way. So on average, uh, everybody uses... 120, 140 litres of water a day, that really has to come down to first 100 litres in the next few years and really a goal, 80 litres, maybe even 50 litres in the future. So it's quite a dramatic reduction that people need to try and achieve in order to match supply and demand. So that's a lot of water you have to you have to reduce. It's like a, almost half. Um, and I imagine that especially industries and companies... Um, have more usage, they, they use more water than we actually expect them to, I guess. So how can water metering help in this case? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And that's the start of our product, really, because traditional water metering can only get you so far. So there's lots and lots of uh, research and uh, evidence-based um, reports that say what happens when you move a consumer from no meter at all to being on a meter. Uh, you do get a reduction, but well, how big is that reduction? So over the years and years and years and years and years of rolling out meters, what people will see is when they move on to a meter, obviously they pay a little bit more attention to their bill. Um, there's usually some what people call bill shock as they open the envelope, and goodness me, I'm paying a bit more than a fixed charge, and that encourages a reduction. On average, that's about 10 to 12% through a normal meter. If you put in a smart meter... Uh, you can, which reports, you know, hourly information, daily information, so on and so on. You'll see a further reduction, but it's not all that much. It's probably about two to four percent. So, from metering alone, and just by looking at a bill, uh, you're going to get a, you know, a reduction, but nowhere near the third to half reduction that uh, you need to plan for over time. So, if you look inside. Uh, most water companies' uh, resource management plans, which map out what the next 20, 30, 40 years of strategy are, what you'll find is metering plays a big part um, to get the initial reductions. Some supply planning in terms of increasing where you can get water from plays a part, and then there's a gap in the middle. And the gap has got a, a, a big kind of title to it, which is water efficiency savings. But when you look at what lies underneath in terms of the content of how that's going to be achieved, uh, there's still some work to do. Yeah, the, um, those plans are still forming and there isn't a lot of detail. So where Waterfall comes into play is to help raise the awareness uh, for people uh, to uh, become more efficient in their use of water. And that's what the product's all about. So Waterfall is a complete, as I understand it, turnkey uh, solution 
including AI and a smart meter and infrastructure all around it. Can you explain a little bit how it works and what you as Creative EC do different from other vendors maybe? Yeah, of course. So uh, you're absolutely right. So the, the system has got a hardware component, a cloud component, a mobile app, and some nice dashboards for utility companies to take advantage of as well. And the whole thing is underpinned by thinking about massive scale cloud implementations and some clever machine learning and AI that helps with what we're doing as well. So the biggest difference really is in the hardware. So most water meters they produce uh, information about the meter count over time. So as you use water through the, throughout the day, either every 15 minutes or every hour, the water meter is um, taking a meter reading and then transmitting that data over the year, maybe once a day, back to a central cloud or central infrastructure. We're slightly different. We do all of that because that's what the water industry expects. But also what we do is we look at flow and pressure changes at sub-second intervals and we report on water events as well as the meter counts. So what's a water event? Well, it's quite easy. Every time you turn on the tap and turn off the tap, that's a water event. Every time you flush the toilet and the toilet then fills up again, that's a water event. Every time you have a shower, start and stop it, that's a water event. So what we do is we send messages that characterize the different types of events into the cloud. Uh, you train the cloud with the different events in your house, like taps, toilets, showers, hose pipes, so on and so on. And after a while, the system starts to predict with pretty high accuracy uh, what's going on in your household. And then it can close a feedback loop. And through the mobile app, it can start to give you notifications that say, hey, you've had a shower, it was this big, it cost you this much. Um, or hey, there's perhaps a background leak in the house because it doesn't look like a water event. And that helps raise awareness of water usage, but also, more importantly to most people, of cost. Yeah, so people who try out the system, the first bit of feedback normally is, hey, I just didn't realize it cost this much to have a shower, yeah, or I'm using so much water in a bath. That's the first thing, and that's the, that's the start of the journey of raising the awareness and therefore reducing consumption over time. Mm -hmm. So the, the example you just gave is um, from a consumer perspective. How do how do companies benefit from this? And is it only big companies who then um, can make a difference with a with a water metering solution like Waterfall, or is it also interesting for small companies? It's, it's interesting for everybody, really. So this, we focused on consumers just because it's always good to have a focus, and it's probably the broadest. Uh, a kind of opportunity we can think of. Uh, we do lots and lots of work with different types of businesses. So a, a really easy win is a single installation in a school, for, uh, for example. So most schools are very leaky. Um, why is that? You've got normally young children who don't really pay too much attention to the taps that are left on. Um, you have Uh, issues that happen over the school school year where maybe at the start all the plumbing's fixed but over the year um, the uh, toilet system stops working correctly and so on and so on. So it's not uncommon that you install a waterfall in the school and by the weekend waterfall is looking at the background flows of that school and figuring out probably a third to a half of the bill the school is actually getting is for water, wasted water doesn't really take much to see like huge impact and that's very very consistent um and any campus setting probably the same 
Uh, and uh, yeah, in small businesses, slightly different. So you can spot the background leaks, but you can also spot inefficiencies in flow rates in taps, where if you put a flow limiter on, you can still wash your hands, but you save the half of the water. So lots of different use cases um, that um, promote savings. Is there a project or a use case or a case study with a client that really surprised you, where you where you learned something new that um, then went into into the waterfall solution? Yeah, that's a great question. So there's quite a, quite a few surprises. So I, th I think uh, we've seen so many different things that have influenced uh, what the information that we surface in in the product. Um, so. I'll talk about uh, one that's uh, a little bit of an edge case, but quite interesting. And I'll talk about a mainstream one. So an edge case, um, because we report on water events, uh, we uh, had uh, one trial user who came back to us and said, this sounds really weird, but I'm at work and I'm seeing lots of water events. I think there's something wrong with your device. And as a device that's new in the market, we get quite interested in that because, of course, we want to make sure that things are okay. And uh, long story short, there's nothing wrong with the device. What was actually happening is while this person was at work, their next door neighbor was using their outside tap to wash their car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's uh, quite so, cheeky yeah yeah so uh what did that lead to inside the application so that led to a thing called guardian mode where you can set uh, a switch uh, that then alerts you on abnormal behavior for your house yeah to raise you that you know i, th I think most people won't be washing their car using someone else's water but Certainly, if you again, like if you've got a holiday home and you think no water should be used and you might have a leak, um, having an instantaneous alert to the use of water is actually a good idea. This podcast is brought to you by Afnet Zilliqa, the engineers of evolution. If you want to learn more about us, we have put information and links in this episode's show notes, and you can also connect with us on LinkedIn or avnet-silica.com, that's A-V-N-E-T-S-I-L-I-C-A.com. A bit more of a mainstream one, uh, getting back to things like holiday homes or even businesses, is when should water be used? You know, a lot of places, a uh, holiday home might be used for a few weeks of the year, and then you go away, and it's not used in that time, it's quiet. Or in a business, maybe it works Monday to Friday, and Saturday and Sunday it's closed. So we have a stop valve in our product. Stop valve there is to uh, stop uh, leaks, so it can look at catastrophic flows of water, and it can turn off the water automatically for you. Um, but what we've uh, introduced is also the idea of a, a calendar, a bit like uh, how you would alarm or uh, set, set uh, alarms for cameras in your house to go on and off maybe from eight in the evening to six in the morning. You can do the same with a stop valve to say, do you know what, we don't work at a weekend in a business. Let's shut the water off from Saturday morning or Friday night to, I don't know, five o'clock on Monday morning. And then even if we haven't fixed the leaks or the inefficiencies in our office, we're not going to be wasting water. Yeah, So very, very simple uh, software implementation can lead to huge savings um, for people. So yeah, that's a couple of interesting things that have come out of the trials. That is really fascinating. And it's often, I think it's often the use cases and the, the events uh, that you 
that you would never come up with. And then reality uh, hits a product and then you find out so many more use cases and 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 things you could do with it, right? Absolutely. And um, yeah. that'll be really interesting if you, what, once you continue on your journey, what I, I suppose that you will have really valuable insights in water management and um, um, the the saving of water and resources uh, in the next five years. Sure. So, like the the slightly more future stuff uh, that we're working on now is is really based all around the machine learning and prediction. Uh, so, we already get extremely high accuracy in predicting water events. Um, we've spent almost a year um, finessing. Uh, the algorithms that deal with all of that and that's all great and it's it works really well um and then inevitably you're asked well what are you going to do next so uh we've got all sorts of sensors inside the device uh, we've got a very high performance uh, pressure sensor and what we found out is that's actually useful for other reasons as well um so it helps us uh, track uh, any issues actually within the water supply system um for the utility company and almost for free um, because it's scanning pressure deviation all the time uh, because of what we do with the prediction for water events, but it's generating all this lovely pressure data as well. So we started to collate that and present that back into utility companies as a way of identifying either where you've got supply side leaks within the network or where you've got noise within the network because valves have got old and are not shutting off correctly and may um, lead to uh, a leak in the water main at some point. So really there's lots of work going on at the moment to pick up on all the data from those kinds of applications. Again, start to predict with like huge amounts of accuracy what's actually going on um, within the water supply. So that's quite exciting for us. What about the quality of the water? That would be also quite interesting. Yeah, sure. So we're asked about uh, water quality uh, all the time. So... Uh, it's really easy for us to integrate other sensors. Um, the, the way that we've designed uh, the board allows lots of different sensors um, to be uh, put on board. And uh, in the stop valve assembly, it's a, it's a custom uh, product that we had made. And it's actually got the ability to insert um, different sensors. Um, so to pick up on that, if people want it, it's really easy for us to do and report on as well. Oh, so that's an interesting aspect we haven't talked about. Um so the waterfall solution in itself, um, you designed it to be interoperable with other solutions and other techniques? Yeah, sure. So as a new entrant into the world of water utilities, uh, we're very mindful that although utility companies really want a lot of innovation, innovation does take time. Uh, so what we find is... Uh, a lot a, for a lot of organizations innovation happens over five to seven years so the question is what what do you do for all of that time because there's other systems around you that you have to integrate really well to um so the design of the product has always had in mind that we have to play nicely with everything else that's there as i mentioned earlier the basics of the product actually match what every other water meter does that's out there um because that's what's expected um, but more importantly, we're very open with the data that we produce. So it's not a closed system. You can pull out everything uh, that we create into an existing uh, system that in, uh, exists inside the utility company. And likewise, we can pull in data from other systems and present it through 
our applications and dashboarding and everything else. Um, so we really, really wanted to have a very open environment because that's the key to getting things adopted and easily understood. So yeah, we're a big advocate of that. Just out of curiosity, is um, the new standard Meta something that um, will change the story for you in the future, or yeah. is it not yeah. relevant? Yeah, so it's um, I think there's uh, two ways of looking at it. So you know, we're focused on being a utility-oriented product. So there are absolutely standards in the world of metering and utilities. Some of them are for interoperability sake. Some of them are for Uh, being legal and meteorologically correct, which means that you can actually bill for the water that people are consuming, and that's very important. Um, so we take care of all of that for sure. The new stuff that's on the block, um, it's interesting because it's really focused around IoT, and water meters are not really thought of as IoT devices today, but our device certainly is an IoT device. So, yeah, I think it will form a... An important part of our future, certainly as the years go by and it gets more and more accepted for sure. Yeah. What is a common myth about water metering or in your job or your field of expertise? Yeah, I think we touched on it earlier. The common myth about water metering is if you put in a smart meter, really cool smart meter, you're going to get a fantastic reduction. And uh, although you will get reduction, it's not the end of the story in terms of the goals that are going to have to be achieved over the next decade or two. There's more work to do. So absolutely, it's an important part. Um, but in our view, unless you introduce more and more data that uh, consumers can become aware of and therefore close a feedback loop, raise awareness and change behavior, you're never going to see the reduction that you really would expect. I think that's mm. one one from what we're doing i think the other myth um if there is one is uh people think tech is easy especially when it comes to hardware you know we take hardware for for you know really for granted you know we've got lovely laptops and tablets and even the microphones that we're talking to it takes a huge amount of effort um to build anything in hardware And uh, as a startup, we've certainly had lots of learning experiences in that, in that, in the, from that point of view as well. So yeah, that's a huge myth, and I'd encourage anyone. Um, what you do in three hashtags? What would they be? Well, as a product or as me? <laughs> Maybe both. That'd be interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my goodness! I'll just give myself twice the work, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. So, as the product, it's really easy. We we help people. Well, there's hashtags, reduce water, that's a hashtag, uh, stop leaks, that's a hashtag, and uh, water data insights, yeah, that's a hashtag. Uh, me, I think slightly different is l listen to people, think differently, and stay positive, brackets if you can. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. So, yeah, maybe we have to leave the private life to the next beer that we can enjoy Absolutely. again. Thank you very much, Steve, for being our guest on the show today. It was super interesting to learn about water metering. Um, I hope to speak to you again in the future when there's more to learn and uh, more use cases to talk about. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. This was Avnet Silica's We Talk IoT. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.